Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. I tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us the biggest podcast in the world. We thank you. We're presented by our friends over at DraftKings. College football gets underway week one this weekend. We'll be joined by Mike Golick Sr. in just a minute, and he and I will be joined by the head coach of Notre Dame, Brian Kelly. Perfect time to bring him on as the college football season kicks off. Notre Dame takes on Florida State on Sunday night or Monday night. I don't know. One of the Labor Day featured game 10 years ago. First off, two things. Florida State-Notre Dame produced the greatest college football game, top five that I've ever seen. Uh, That was the Charlie uh, Ward-Florida State team uh, losing to Notre Dame uh, in South Bend, I believe. Just one of the great games of uh, all time. I'd also put Miami, Nebraska in the top five. I'm not going to do the top five right now. We have to get the Brian Kelly. We have to get the Golick Sr. Uh, I only wanted to tell you this, okay? So we have Brian Kelly coming on, Notre Dame head coach. Golick Sr. going to join me for that interview. Very excited about that. And listen, the reality is we don't get Brian Kelly if we don't have Golick Sr. hanging around this uh, this podcast. So we appreciate uh, Mike uh, and his willingness to be a part of something called stupidity, Okay. Uh, but I did want to let Mikey A know that, uh, well, two things. One, I am shaking, I'm shivering. I have bad news and I have good news. The bad news is I am doing this podcast, and when I stare out my uh, window, what I see is Gillette Stadium. Uh, I mean, seriously. 
I want to go over there and punch everyone in the face. The good news is Mikey A remembered to hit record for this podcast. Enjoy it. Me, Mike Golick Sr., Brian Kelly, head coach at Notre Dame. All right, Coach, I'm just going to start until Stu answers. <laughs> so, okay, this is where I want to start, though, because, listen, I, there's always these things where we, we, we all know the accomplishments of what you've done and all the, the big-time coaches and everything, but I always love going back and finding out way when this all started. So going back to, I believe, your first coaching job was where you went was Assumption, correct? That's correct. So what, what I want to know is – how were you as a softball coach? Because weren't you the softball coach there? <laughs> oh, get out of here. Well, it was the only way that I could get into coaching football. The women's softball job was open, and it was the only GA job available. So the segue for me would be get in the door, find a way, and then maybe if I did a really good job, um, they'd keep me on for football. Now, I had more people thrown out at home plate in women's softball and maybe in the history of women's softball. So we were very aggressive. So maybe I thought that that aggressiveness would pay off and they'd hire me in football. And they did. <laughs> and by the way, Assumption College, just so we know, okay, Mikey, I will tell you this. Uh, that's the best lacrosse game I ever had was against Assumption College. I went to Clark University, Worcester, Mass. Oh, Mike yeah. A, that, that's the game I had nine goals and two assists against your former university coach. <laughs> Look, you know, the the Clark University, I, I took some graduate classes there. So I was on my way to get my, my graduate degree when I actually got the softball job. So I know, I know a lot about Clark and uh, – the Wonder Bar and the pizza down there. So uh, we, we uh, come full circle here. I am wondering here, as the college football season uh, gets underway, we had week zero last week and week one's coming up uh, this week, and you guys have Florida State. We'll get to that in just a second. But I'm wondering your thoughts here because the game, the landscape of the game has really changed a lot in the last few months. And so I want to start with conference realignment and just your thoughts on on, on everything going on with the SEC, the Pac-12, super conferences, all that stuff. Yeah, well, you know, obviously Oklahoma and Texas, um, you know, changes a lot, right? And I think that uh, the SEC, you know, um, you know, made a, a major statement relative to bringing them into the SEC. And so then everybody reacts. I don't know that that was too much of a surprise. I think there was a lot of undercurrent relative to Oklahoma and Texas not feeling that, um, you know, they were getting their fair shake. So I think those that were in the know really uh, were anticipating something like this happening. Um to the extent of it, those that are surprised by it um, didn't have their ear to the ground. Um, so I just feel like, you know, there, most of the people that were in the know were were preparing for this day and it's not over yet. There's going to be more movement until this thing kind of settles. And it's it's linked to what the NCAA looks like, too, um, as a governing body. So all of it's intertwined. Um Many people would call it a distraction. Uh, it seems like that's what college football has been about here the last couple of years with this name, image, likeness, uh, playoffs. Um, and we've just come to uh, realize that that's what college football is about. 
Coach, as, as my, Mike Golick is in a dark room right now, does he ever look so good? I mean, <laughs> you know what they say? If I, uh, what is it? A face made for radio? <laughs> Holy smokes. This and a voice for print. And, and Mike, just so you know where we left off, I asked Coach about conference realignment, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. So, you yes. know, I, I was Coach, I was always wondering about that where – you know, especially like the, the top coaches, when, when that stuff is talked about, the ADs, in your case, like Jack Swarbick, are you let in on those conversations? Are, are you brought into all of that? Or is that strictly stay ADs and presidents? No, Jack and I have a pretty close relationship relative to discussions um, as they relate to Notre Dame football, right? I mean, I think, you know, um, maybe in my first year, I probably wouldn't have been uh, in those conversations, but after 13 years, I think we've built a relationship that, you know, things that are, you know, happening that would affect our program. Um, you know, we, we have those conversations, uh, relative to, uh, what it looks like down the road. And so, as I said earlier, I, I think, you know, a lot of people have, you know, seem to be shocked about what happened with Oklahoma and Texas. We weren't, you know, we, we kind of were prepared that some of the schools that felt like they weren't getting their fair shake within their conferences were looking for another alternative. And um, we weren't surprised. I know Jack wasn't totally surprised. Um, and so we think that there's more ahead uh, and we just need to be fluid. Uh, we need to be successful. And uh, we're a pretty attractive dance partner right now. Oh, listen, listen I would yes. say, and I thought, you know, the, the one-year thing in the ACC worked out very well. And I'm sure, obviously, you guys get asked all the time. God knows I do. Why doesn't Notre Dame join a conference? Why don't they be like everybody else? And I said, Well, Golik, would you want them in a conference? I'm just no, wondering. No, no. I, okay. I like it how it is now. Here's what I like. Here's what I want as a Notre Dame, Notre Dame guy. I want what's best for Notre Dame. Just like right. every college out there wants what's best for them. All the colleges and people – who go to who went to another college and complained about Notre Dame would do exactly the same thing Notre Dame was doing if they had the chance. So I want what's right for Notre Dame. If that at some point is joining a conference, then so be it. That's what's right, Coach. I I I can't speak for you, but I mean, no, my you thought is said I can't control. Yeah, I can't control anything. So if yeah. you're going to go on a conference, then so be it. Yeah, you couldn't have said it better. I, I think it's look the underlying factors here, as you know, are. are you know, television dollars too, right? I mean, contracts. And um, the fact of the matter is, as you know, our Toledo game is going to be shown exclusively streaming. And it will be, will be the first college football team to do that. Um, the, the interesting numbers that will come out after that game will, um, will, will change <laughs> a lot of things moving forward. Because when you could just uh, open up your app and um, – hmm you know, get the Notre Dame football games. Um, it doesn't matter what metropolitan city you're in. It, it's no longer about cable boxes. It's it's about, you know, popularity and who wants to watch your games. And, and really, that's what this is all about, right? Who wants to watch a particular matchup in a game? So um, you're absolutely right. We're going to do what's in the best interest of Notre Dame. And if that means joining a conference or a hybrid, which we're in right now, um, you know, that's that's the direction that we'll move in. Mike, I'm just wondering why you so quickly said no when I asked that. Because I, I like him as I like Notre Dame as an independent. I mean, it's I know it's been that way forever, but you you know what you know what you have to do. I mean, you got to win. I mean, it, it's all on you. You you can't rely on anything else but yourself. So 
I have no problem with that. It's always been about what's been best for Notre Dame and being an independent has been what's best. I, and I've talked to Jack Swarbrick, the idea about this as well. And it's, it's, he says the same thing. What's in the best interest of Notre Dame is what will be done. And that's, that's, and it's, that's no different than, than any other school. Right. There's two major factors here, right? Is access to playoffs, right? Yep. And, you know, what's been, you know, obviously brought to everybody's um, attention is the new 12 team uh, playoff structure, which puts us in a very good position uh, by being independent because now we don't have to worry about that. Well, Notre Dame didn't play a championship game, right? We've taken ourselves out of the top four teams uh, and that we would never get that opportunity, but we get the chance to be part of the 12 and have a home game. So there's your 13th game, right? The second thing is television contracts. We have, you know, our NBC partnership, which we absolutely love. And, and uh, that that's up, you know, to be looked at in a couple of years. So, you know, we're in a pretty strong position as a relates if those things come together um, to decide what the future looks like for Notre Dame football. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know, some of the other future, Coach, over the years that, that you've been there and even before, is where we are in, in like recruiting. So if you could talk about the difference. So you have a quarterback who's a, a grad transfer in Cone, who's going to start for you from Wisconsin. And the term this year, as I go out and get ready to call games, is super seniors, the guys that take advantage of that next year. Like the game I'm calling, Texas Tech at Houston, Texas Tech has 12 super seniors. So how has or has it recruiting changed over the last couple of years with transfers you guys take or – how you recruit knowing 
going to the transfer portal or guys that may stay that extra year? Yeah. You know, for us, the extra year guys staying really is not a factor. Our guys either move on to the NFL or they move on to their jobs. Or if they have another season of competition, they get their degree from Notre Dame and they go and play at another level. And so they're not really staying here to play football. They're, they're going to move on either at the highest level in the NFL or they're going to, you know, obviously have their degree and, and begin their career. So that's not much of an issue with us right now. And, and it hasn't been. Um, I, I think the transfer portal for us uh, will be extremely selective on fit. Right. I mean, if we were offering you a job at Google or Fortune 500 company, you have to have the skills, but you have to fit here still at Notre Dame. And so we're still looking at fit here at Notre Dame when it comes to transfers. And Jack Cohn, who's the quarterback, is a great fit. Um, and we'll, we'll continue to move in that direction. So you're not going to see a slew of transfers. You're going to see a couple here or there that fit, you know, the environment here at Notre Dame. And um, I think that'll work great for us moving forward. Uh, Coach, I'm wondering, how did you address uh, the NIL with your players, with your team and your staff? And do you have any concerns about it? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, similar to when Twitter hit, you know, and many, I think, schools overreacted and said, hey, you got to shut off your phones. You can't use Twitter. Uh, We don't want you using it during the season. (laughs) You know, we embraced it as an opportunity to educate our players about uh, name, image, and likeness, and co-branding, and and why not, right? Notre Dame is one of the most iconic brands out there, and yeah. so um, I think more than anything else, just being partners with our student athletes and and educating them about uh, name, image, and likeness, and not on the short term. In other words, you know, we're not interested in card deals or you know card signings or jersey signings. That's short money. That's not why you come to Notre Dame. You use it for what you can do for your name, image, and likeness in the long term and and how that can help set you up for the rest of your life. So that education process is ongoing. I'm a little worried about it in recruiting, right, and and how somebody could be selling name, image, and likeness to a 17-year-old and how that could turn into something for him monetarily. But we'll deal with that like we have everything else and and – be upfront and, um, you know, hopefully everybody is, uh, you know, following the same game plan. Yeah. You know, that kid who left, uh, what was it, is in Texas, he's skipping his senior year to go to Ohio state signed like a $1.4 million deal over three years. So to your point about recruiting, when you talk to players, do you initiate that conversation about NIL or do you wait for them to kind of ask you about it? No, I think there's there's a natural progression in the recruiting, Mike, that when we get down the line where it's a serious connection between Notre Dame and the student athlete, we're going to bring up name, image and likeness. But if they're talking about car deals and they're talking about millions of dollars before they even played a snap at Notre Dame, he's probably not the right fit for us. Um, <laughs> but if, if, we're, if we've gone down the road and we're talking about the benefits of a Notre Dame degree and playing for a championship and you know getting into our network and being part of our community, then, then the natural progression is to get into talking about name, image, and likeness. 
Mike, uh, I have noticed that uh, Coach Kelly's voice is uh, in very good shape right now. And so, Coach, we had Tom Allen, the Indiana coach, on oh my uh, a few weeks ago. Then we had David Shaw, and his voice was slightly better. But I'm going to play you a clip from Tom Allen and then tell me how long will it take for your voice to be as bad as this? Go ahead, Mike. Well, you know, obviously it, it created a lot of question marks. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all for our guys being able to maximize that opportunity. Um, I, I just think we as coaches just like, hey, where's – Where's the parameters? <laughs> Coach, that was after four practices. <laughs> you know, Tom is a high-energy guy. I love Tom. And, you know, remember now, Tom's background, extremely successful high, high school coach, and he brings that energy every day. And, and it's not a yelling, you know, cursing. Uh, he's a very spiritual man. Um, that is genuine enthusiasm coming from those vocal cords. Um, so uh, it's pretty infectious, and, and his kids love him. But you know, you you've changed that. You 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 know, you see sideline shots of you. The first couple of years, you yelled, you yelled yep. loud, and and you've really really kind of gone away from that. What when was that kind of changing factor for you? I think when it was like when I got out of the meeting rooms and got into the training room and spent more time with ah, the players and built built deeper relationships with your players that, you know, I, I think it's just the transformation of my job here at Notre Dame. And what was more important for me was really being with the players more and and having those relationships with them where. You know, it's it's much more of a mentoring of your players, trusting your players, building confidence in your players. And it's harder to do that when you're, you know, trying to get on them every, you know, five minutes. You know, there are times for that, but um, it really needed to change from my perspective to lead them in the way that I wanted to. How many times did you have to chew out Mike Golick Jr.? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, Mike. Mike was such a uh, intrinsically motivated. I mean, such a hardworking guy um, that that was never really an issue with with Junior. You know, it was always out uh, for him. Um, he he loved playing. He loved Notre Dame. You know, that's a guy that's hard to get on. I mean, he'd make mistakes like anybody. So you know, you'd get on him for making a mistake, but. His care factor, his love for Notre Dame and playing the offensive line, uh, I mean, there, there's not many guys like him in terms of, you know, uh, that I've coached here at Notre Dame. I'm not just saying that because his dad's here. That's just the kind of guy he was, and you can see that in in the business that he's in right now. Plus, plus Coach Brian didn't have to yell at him because Harry Heastan took care of that enough. Harry. Well, Harry had that in spades, so I actually had to be the good cop, which – wasn't wasn't much, you know, around at that time. So he needed a little loving. Boy, he um, sure did. He did uh, that Mikey, yeah, that's the name. That's the name Gojo would always tell us about. That yes. guy always yelled at him. That guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mike and I were talking earlier, and it's it's just funny how college football changes, and it changes so quickly. Where Notre Dame, Florida State would have been the game of the weekend for many many years. It would have been the game of the weekend, and it's something that you've done. Your team's a top ten team. It's Florida State is taking a step back here. Have you seen anything of watching the film that suggests to you that Florida State's going to be a lot better this year than they were last year? Yeah, I, I think they will be better. I think offensively they're going to be a bigger, better football team. I think Mike Norvell is a good football coach. Um, 
you know, this is a transition of uh, standards. Uh, this is a transition of culture. This is a standard uh, that they're trying to build within the organization. This is not about athletes. Uh, this is not about having good enough players. So this is about all of the, um, the building blocks towards putting a, uh, a winning and a championship football team on the field. And that takes some time. And he'll get there with this team. And uh, they're going to rise up like, you know, obviously they beat North Carolina last year because they do have talent. Um, and, it, and it will be, I think, a little bit more consistent this year. And they'll be difficult in the opener. Like we're, we're going to be challenged because the environment um, going down there on the road, it, it'll be a, a great environment for our guys to uh, to, to get into. Um, so when you have athletes like that and they're they're playing with some confidence, um it certainly will be a challenge. All right, coach. I know we're going to get going. Last one for me, and I'm going to go full yep. circle. Coaching big-time college football, being in the big games you've been in, is there ever a time you put your head on your pillow at night and go, man, I wish I was a softball coach again? <laughs> <laughs> Less stress. <laughs> but not as much money, Mike. <laughs> you know, it's it's never, Mike and Stu, it's never about coaching that you put your head on the pillow it's it's the it's the outside uh, noise, right? It's all the things that surround it um, that when you put your head on the pillow and you go, "Wow, I wish I was just in the you know sending these kids from third to home uh, as the softball coach." <laughs> it's never about the game, right? The game is so pure in itself. It's all the other things outside of it. All right, and last one for me, and we'll get you out of here. And it's not really a question, but Mike, you're going to love me for this, okay? Mike Golick Senior. So, Coach Kelly, you were at the Lake Tahoe Golf Tournament. I was at the Lake Tahoe Golf Tournament. I didn't want to bother you, but Mike Golick Sr. bothered me the entire weekend asking how he gets invited. And I'm thinking that Coach Kelly <laughs> can probably get that done for you, Mike, okay? Well, it's, you know, Johnny Miller, as we all know, it, this is his baby. Um, and, uh, you know, the great thing, and you know this, dude, the great thing about it is – the Notre Dame people that are there are, you know, just crazy, great, great people. And, and they take the extra time yeah. uh, to do the little things. And that's why it's been a great tournament. And, um, you know, I'll put a good word anytime I can for you, Mike. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> try, not to embarrass, try not to embarrass my name or the Notre Dame name <laughs> at all. Coach, coach, how'd you, how'd you play in the tournament? How'd you do? I played my best. Uh, you know, I had, uh, one round in the seventies and two in the low eighties. So, wow. uh, Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I played pretty good, got a chance to play with Golden one day. And, and uh, so that was nice and, you know, reconnected with some of the guys. So it, it was a fun, fun. That's uh, just a great place. And, oh, and they, amazing. Yeah. you know, you're with great people. And, and that's the great thing about the tournament. You don't go there and you're not around people that uh, you don't want to be around. They're all good people. Yep, and, uh, we, and we should yep. say with the fires, our thoughts and prayers are with everyone who's uh, yeah, who's absolutely. out there right now. And, yep. and now, now the golf clubs go away, and it's time to get back yeah. on the field, Coach. We we appreciate the time. We really do. And Thanks, best God. Of luck going forward. Good, good, good connecting with you, and uh, appreciate it being with you. All right, fantastic job by Notre Dame head coach Brian Kelly. That was a lot of fun. Brian Kelly, pretty interesting. We'll see if we can get Golick out to Lake Tahoe next year. Uh, thanks to Mike Golick Sr. as well. Everyone, enjoy the college football this weekend. Enjoy your holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. Have fun out there. Be safe. I am going to uh, walk over to Gillette Stadium right now, find Belichick, and punch him in the face. Stupidity!
Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.